Welcome back for another exciting episode, and today we got ourselves a good one. This team has created a fantastic product known to all of us as Soonverse, and today we're going to take a deep dive into what it's all about. And with that, welcome guys. Hey, hey there. Thomas. Hey. Hi. Cheers, hey. Guys. Good to finally be on. Mm. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's awesome having five people talk at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I've been looking forward to this one. So, could you just do a quick uh, introduction to like how you answer, ended up in IOTA? Um, yeah, you know, I, there, there's a lot of us, so I'll, I, how about I just give us a a, a quick rundown yeah. in terms of what we what we all did together, right? Awesome. So, uh, so we we all came in right about the same time, uh, which is about 2017. Um, G-Man and myself are more from um, a marketing, uh, his more sales background. Then you have uh, Dave and Adam who are more from the technical side, the developers, and then you have Tangle Accountant from a finance background. Um, and then all of us were drawn to the attributes of the um, IOTA protocol and the foundation. And uh, we all kind of landed in different parts of the organization as, as mods, as, um, as community developers, DeFi experts. We sort of found each other through our interactions with the community and realized that we're all sort of like-minded individuals who are all here for the same reason that is wanting wanted to see the change and the vision of the IOTA Science Foundation realized in the real world. So you all met in, uh, in the Discord, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah we sure did. Mm, cool. So Or Slack. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, a, we, we go, yeah. that's how far back we all go. So yeah, we all, we all mm, go that's back true. To Slack days. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Good old Slack. Um, so, so the history of Soon, Soon Labs, right? And Soonverse. Uh, like... Could you give us a little bit of topics like how you all ended up moving towards this? It all kind of started when um, the build versus um, burn um, project came about. They made the announcement, the IF did, and um, started off with the governance calls, trying to figure out how, <clears throat> how we were going to do this um, and figure out what it meant to the community and, and then uh, figured out, hey, this has got to be built. So... For a while, people we were waiting for people to step up to to build it, and nobody was coming forward. Um, so um, Adam on Chain and I both uh, decided to team up and put forth a proposal on building the voting system for the build versus burn. And uh, the IF said, "Hey, uh, let's go ahead and do that." That's the genesis of how this all all came together. We 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 started uh, submitted our proposal. They gave gave us a go ahead, and then during our proposal. Um, we discovered uh, and we learned so much about uh, what was going to be required that we saw that there was going to be a further need once the the vote had taken place, right? So assuming the vote was yes for a build, then the the idea is, okay, what do you do next? And uh, there had to be a support system for that. And if it went went to a DAO, there had to be a DAO for that. So uh, we realized, hey, there's an opportunity. We didn't want to have a vacancy kind of like just dead air for the community. We had this great vote. Everybody wants to do something, and but there's nothing there to to do it on. So Adam and I uh, decided, hey, let's 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 run with this. And uh, we reached out to the fo- the rest of our team members, built a team, and started building. Well, yeah, building, and like, building, and building. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
building this on uh, the IOTA network compared to any other crypto, is there any advantages to doing it on IOTA? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think I think when you look at the crypto crypto ecosystem, right? You 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 know, you got Ethereum, you got Bitcoin, one of the major major players. Um, you get a lot of other networks that are coming out, but they are quite similar uh, in terms of how they build their protocols, and they all inherit similar challenges. So when you look at, for example, at DeFi ecosystems, a lot of them have to design their product around the limitations and those those inherited challenges all these chain has. And the, what's really different with IOTA is you're really going uh, and you know writing applications on IOTA, or DeFi applications, on IOTA, you're really going back to the drawing board and you're really looking at what IOTA allows you to do, how it allows you to do things. And you know, it has some major advantages like fearless transactions compared to others. Mm. You look at that and you can design your application completely different and deliver completely different experiences that you can't do on any other networks, right? And that fundamentally brings completely new experiences and new use cases that you can support. Things that you build on other can be very different and can really start to address use cases that can that couldn't be addressed before on the other networks. Mm. Um, and what you also see very often on the other networks, people just take everything off chain, right? You, you know, you you look you look at a lot of products and you will realize that only maybe five percent of what they do is actually on chain because they they take everything they offload everything off chain. And well, first, it's not really centralized, but secondly, um, they have to do that because of the transaction cost. Where with IOTA, you you don't really have that problem. I mean, you still have to be very careful what you bring on chain, but you have much more flexibility. So that's really uh, one of the biggest advantages with the IOTA protocol. Yeah, I just like to reemphasize here that the Suniverse is all about making voting free and securely on chain. Um, and that is kind of what we lead with because all of the other systems out there, when you vote, you're going to be charged a fee or you, you develop another strategy to leave your chain so you are not charged a fee. So natively, most chains have require you to pay a fee just to vote. And with the Suniverse, that is not the case. Big advantage, we think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So over the time, like you had to seek out additional team members to build out the capabilities of this. Could you explain a little bit more of that? I started the um, America's um, user group. And uh, that's kind of how I found Adam um, through through the America's group and through Discord. And we decided uh, that we wanted to team up. And then I started figuring out, okay, what do we need to form the basis? Well, we needed an accountant. I need a, a, I need a, a DevOps operations guy. I needed somebody who's a developer, which Adam is. And I needed uh, an amazing Marcom individual, which is shown up. So those are the basically the basic things that you need to, to run an, an efficient organization. And so I interviewed the guys, found them, and put it together. And then we all agreed to, to uh, form a team. Yeah, I think I think we actually started with Twitter Spaces before your before the. Oh Discord yeah, group. there is that. Yeah. So um, so I think there was a big incentive, and I think I contacted that time. Yeah. Matt Kevin, because um, I was telling him that, hey, let's do Twitter Spaces. It seems very popular in America, and it was really hard because we couldn't really um, we couldn't really use it. So then we had, I think, two Twitter Spaces where we kind of all meet. I met that's the first time I met uh, Greg, 
about Jiman and and then you know from that we kind of moved back to Discord and that's where we kind of started to meet other people and that's how the American group was really yeah I, you know I, I I do feel bad I, I should have mentioned this it did really start I mean Mud Kevin was a key in helping start the whole America's group and he did start it on Twitter and that's where we met Dave so big kudos to Mud Kevin because you know he's uh, loved in the community and he really helped start it get it going yeah the iota community is a great uh group i I don't know if you can say group since it's so large of people that just are out there all the time and uh, yeah they're sometimes a bit raw (laughs) but more often than not i don't think i have i can count on my hand um you know the uh the bad experiences most of it's been awesome and it's just uh you know the amount of help i've gotten on so many other of the things that i've worked on through my whole career working with iota is just you know um it's it's been awesome Mm. so now you've gotten your team right so like the process of building all this how's that been i think you know the the great thing about how we formed this team is i mean you know every successful startup and you know I've, i've done few of those in the past you, you need you need teams or you need people with, with each area of expertise right and i think i think that's where we, we sit really well right we have got really strong um you know outreach we have a very strong marketing team we're very strong sales team and relationship building team you know we have got tech tech team we got the finance team and it was really about expanding those separate teams uh, to grow um, because you need all of that to to run a successful stuff. Mm. So I think yeah. I I think that's where we where we done quite well, you know, and we give quite a bit of independence to each of these teams to run and 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 focus on the area and and then of of course find a way to nicely work together. And I think mm-hmm. that's that's what made made us really strong um, and really um, you know allow us to move fast and move forward in on all the grounds. Mm. Yeah. I think we're very good individually at what we do, but there's a lot of cross expertise that we have from our, our backgrounds. And we also, from a, uh, you know, just gelling together, we all just gel together. I mean, there's been so many meetings where we've just talked and some huge ideas come out of it just because we sit down and talk about it and, and challenge each other. And, and it's, it's quite, um, you know, probably the best group of people that I've worked with in my career, definitely. Have you experienced any challenges during this? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would say I would say that the biggest challenge for us in the beginning was uh, finding funding to help grow, and and we were trying to build at lightning speed. So I think that was one of the bigger challenges. But you know, to this group's credit, we made a pivot very quickly, and in that pivot, we expanded the scope of the idea and vision and made it even more valuable and got us to the position we are today the key element for a lot of a lot of successful startup is I, I i like to say it it's not the idea but it's the execution right i mean like everyone mm-hmm. can throw ideas around and ideas nothing i mean it's the execution how you deliver it right and i think the key challenge for us is and will continue to be is the external dependencies right when you develop on iota protocol there's still a lot of dependencies and you need to sort of identify them and isolate them and work with them well and don't try to just assume things will happen i mean they will happen but you cannot put them into your sort of plan you have to sort of isolate them and work a little bit around them 
um, and really, but really understand those dependencies. I think that's such a great point to bring up, Adam, yeah. because uh, you and Dave made so much great sort of technical decisions early on about what was going to be stable and what wasn't. And and when we were challenged with them, it was it was about not just making a big show. It was about how can we do this consistently? How can we do it reliably? And to really work on the experience, you know, uh, for users. So I, I was always very impressed by the choices you guys made there. Yeah, those 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 are key choices because we needed to. We're, we're a customer, what what I call a customer facing application. You know, basically mm-hmm. people interact with us all day, all the time, and so. Um, there is no time for downtime. There's the user experience has to be always there. It has the uptime is, is, you know, it's a 24 uh, seven community, right? So yeah. we need to make sure that that was, the, there was always continuity um, and always working no matter what was happening underneath the scenes um, with uh, code changes or refactoring or whatever um, is happening with IF code. Mm. Yeah. And you know, you know, we are, it's all about execution, adoption, and validation. I mean, those are three key things that you have to remember to build a successful startup, right? And I think it's really nice for us that we are in the validation phase. I think it's really encouraging. And, you know, we have, we're seeing really good amount of validation and people are really depending on our system. Um, and, and for that reason, we do need to choose uh, strategies or um, build a product so it, it can be depended on. It's not something that, you know, you just scrap the next day and you say, "Hey, you're gonna have to start again building your spaces." You know, so I think that's, that 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 drives our choices. It builds something yeah. that people can use and make decisions, um, build communities, and do it today, and gradually get them on all the uh, you know all the great tools that will that will be delivered in the future by our IOTA. And make sure that the decisions we make now will allow us to do that. Right? Yeah, exactly. Also, like, so the, the launch of Universe became quite a rather a success, I would say. There's quite a lot of excitement around it. Uh, so, like, well, what's your opinion for the, like, the response for the community and, like, all the new spaces created? I mean, considering what, that we went out with a very limited set of features, desktop only, um, I, I, the, the response has been, to, from our perspective, was overwhelming. I mean, we were we were quite frankly, because we were in that limited uh, feature set, uh, desktop only. We thought we were going to get, I think, some of our estimates were like 500 users, maybe on the top end, like 800. It, wild expectation was something like a thousand. Um, we blew past that in like the first few minutes. <laughs> like, mm. like it was, it was, it was so wild. Like we're, we're just sort of watching those numbers click, and we're thinking, "Oh my goodness, what is going on?" And then one after the other after the other. I think our number one concern at the time was, "Is this just going to, is it going to hold?" And it did. <laughs> Not only did it hold, it went, it went perfectly, just like Adam, yeah, um, yeah. Just, just like Adam was referencing. That we could have done ten x more, um, and we will, you know, in the future. We think, especially with the new things that we'll be um, releasing. So. We, we think that the uh, response was overwhelmingly successful. Obviously, uh, you know, subscri- subscriptions and the sign-ons have, uh, have plateaued just a little bit. 
because um, we, we are still in that. We're, we're not even at alpha, Thomas. We're not even at version one. You know, we're at like version point oh oh two or something of that thing of that nature. So so we have a lot more to um, to deploy. But um, as we do, and, and I think everybody has seen, hopefully everyone's seen by now, our roadmap for twenty twenty two. Once we get that out, um, that's when we're going to see the real subscription base. And that's, and that's not just within the IOTA community. We will we'll be excited when we start recruiting outside of the community, when there are DAOs from all across the, the broader spectrum of, of, uh, of DAO uh, communities. I don't care what protocol you are. You know, we just did the alliances launch, and we, we call that the interoperability of DAOs, just like tokenization and the other... Um, accomplishments of the IF are going to focus on interoperability. We are also focusing on interoperability to be an enhancement or an amplifier of everything that the IOT Foundation is doing. So as, as we're, we're going to reach out and, and we're looking for millions of users. Uh, this is, to our, our view, is just a test case. So to answer your question, we're wildly excited about what we were able to do with the launch, but this is just the very, very, very beginning and the IOTA community can be involved at the at the earliest, um, you know, Genesis event uh, for this universe. Mm. So, like, I'm I'm looking at your, uh, your roadmap right now, and it's quite a lot of st stuff to to get into here. So, like, but before we throw ourselves into it, like the scale and the scope of all this, like, how are you going to do this? One day at a time. We're very good at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks at a we time, also. No sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it was. What's interesting, though, is when he just mentioned uh, two weeks uh, at a time. We actually have a nor normal cadence of two week sprints. So um, this is Adam, Adam, and uh, Dave uh, really good at managing this. So every uh, two weeks, we'll have some new um, uh, release of some sort. Um, and that, uh, since we marched to that, um, it, it drives us, right? So as far as uh, the cadence, the speed with which we deliver things and how we're going to meet everything on that list of uh, our 2022 deliverables, um, that's how we get there. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you know, some of these features, of course, it's a, it's a multi-month. It takes a few months to develop. You know, it's not like we, we, we develop each feature just in two weeks. <laughs> just be very clear on that. Um, and, but I think it, it, it's, it's really about, um, we're building this product for everyone, right? And how do you build a successful product? You build by listening to people and, and continuously working with them, you know, and to, to do that, you have to keep staying engaged with them. And those two weekly uh, cycles really allowing us to create that engagement, you know, it allows us to keep feeding them tools. They, they, they need keep prioritizing the tools they, they, they asking us for. You know, so when you're looking at this roadmap, it's not just, you know, we we, we closed ourselves in the room and, um, you know, <laughs> just dream it up. <laughs> but it's really driven by the feedback that we got from the community and things that we know are needed and that people are asking for. And then we prioritizing based on that to really support the community and also support the, you know, support the communities outside of um, our IOTA bubble. And I think that's what's really exciting about the roadmap. Mm -hmm. well, like yeah. And there's so much going on right now. So I'm guessing you're going to expand as well. So are you guys hiring people right now or do you plan to build up the team? Yes, of course. Continu we, are, we are continuously hiring. 
um, on all the fronts. So, um, you know, if there are people that are interested to join us, we were happy to, you know, uh, you know, talk to us, guys. <laughs> yeah, you know, each, each important. Yeah, yeah. Just, just to touch. I'd like to add there. Yeah, go ahead. You know, you know, hiring's ramped up so much that, I mean, this week we just got an HR manager in order to mm-hmm. streamline that approach because we're hiring so much, need so many people in order to develop such a, you know, complex system that we have the HR representatives in place to get that done. So it's not just us out there, you know, messaging people on Twitter, asking if they'll work for us. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're growing into, you know, we're growing into a, a larger organization. Um, the acceptance has proven the model. Um, you know, one thing I also like to add about how we put this all together is in making sure that we get input from the community. From day one, before we even launched, we made sure that we had opened up our GitHub and provided links and um uh, discussion, uh, open up discussions and everything within GitHub so the community could see, contribute, um, do enhancement requests, um, report bugs, um, and then also with our Discord, uh, our own server, and we've had great engagement there. So um, from day one, we knew that that was required so so um, everybody could participate and so that we could take community feedback and just make the best product we can. Mm. Yeah. And what a radical community too. If you see the amount of issues and enhancements that have been posted on GitHub from people outside of our team and inside of the Iota community, I can't imagine very many projects have that type of experience. Yep. Yep. Like before we move on to the, um, like before we can say that, if anyone wishes to help out the Soon, Soon Labs guys, reach out to them. Uh, brilliant project to be involved with. I'm guessing quite a lot of exciting stuff coming up. So before we move on to the features that will come into to the Sooniverse very soon, uh, I think maybe maybe you can just do a rough explanation, like for those that doesn't know, like what is a DAO and why do you need it? But you'll hear a lot about DAOs. DAO stands for Decentralized Autonomous Organization. They'll talk about it, you know, it's an entity, something that can replace LLCs in the Web3 universe. It allows you through, you know, Web3 tech to organize people, no matter what jurisdiction you're in. You know, an LLC, you're usually confounded to the sovereign state that you live in. DAOs allow you to escape that and collaborate with anybody around the world. So the initial thought is, all right, well, it's an LLC. But I think we can take it one step further in that it's just a group of people with a shared bank account working towards a shared vision. You know, there's a bunch of people who have a shared vision now with this technology, you know, this technology of DAOs, they can collaborate, raise capital, and then use that capital to execute their shared vision. So that may not necessarily just be a business entity, but I like to think of it, I mean, it's a subreddit with a bank account. It's a Facebook group with a, uh, with a bank account. It's, it's really anything. And so while not too many people are familiar with DAOs now, if I were a betting man, I think there will be billions of people familiar with DAOs within the next 10 years, because why spend your time, that precious time that you have, your, you know, mindshare on the internet that you're spending every day on a Facebook group, on a subreddit, where you can't necessarily enact too much change when you could join a DAO, very similar setup on the Sooniverse, and you can actually have a shared treasury, you can vote on proposals and you can enact action that executes in the real world. 
So that would be my best definition of what a DAO is and mm. how it can kind of change the world. And it's a good one. So you just um, released something called Alliances. Could you explain about what that is? Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's very interesting. When we actually launched our product, we had a lot of, <laughs> we have a lot of members starting to create their spaces and creating, giving themselves a lot of reputation, you know, and creating these crazy profiles with tons of reputation because they thought um, that will make them powerful. And, and it was quite funny. Uh, we, had, we had one user, that he, he, he got like 25,000 points. Um, uh, I think the, the whole idea of reputation is that we give co complete freedom to each space to decide how they distribute those reputation points, right? It's up to them. We should we should not be telling them how they how they allocate the experience points. Um, but we need to build some system on the top to give it some sense, right? And and this is what the alliance is really allowing to do, right? It um, it it allows individual spaces to uh, to recognize other spaces that are being reasonable with their experience points and recognize their experience points with within their within their DAO and really creating this collaboration between them. That's how the alliance is coming in place. It's creating, in a way, a layer on the top, giving sense to those reputations that are relevant to the individuals, are relevant to the space um, and their alliances. Yeah, it's like deceptively simple because <clears throat> all we're doing is giving an exchange rate between two different DAOs to recognize the value of, of XP, right? Our, our, measure for uh, reputation within this universe, which is in and of itself a very unique concept. But when you add the ability to for two different DAOs to exchange that XP at a given or chosen rate of, of um, exchange, then it becomes so much more powerful, right? Because I can say that your XP is worth half of mine because I know that your um, that you tend to give out XP a little bit more generous, generously than I do. I like your DAO. I want to create a relationship with your DAO. I want your users to be able to come over and vote on my proposals because I have respect for your, what you guys do. But I, I think I'm just going to do it at about half rate, right? And um, Or I, I, I look and I say, you know, this DAO is fantastic. They're, they have very similar governance principles as I do. So I'm going to recognize the, the reputation from his people at exactly one-to-one. -one. Or you can say, I don't agree with what you guys are doing at all, so no exchange rate at all. So I think that the, the power there of having that, that interoperability principle built into the universe is incredibly powerful. Um, and and, and yeah. Adam came up with a, you know the, the federations idea to even build on that even more, uh, where, where you would be able to have DAOs that are comprised of other DAOs. Yeah, that's perfect. I mean, um, you know, it's and I just I just wanted to add that that by you know by individual space building these alliances, they're actually bringing members from other spaces to interact on proposals. You know, interact within their ecosystem, interact in discussion forum, and um, it really truly opens up the collaboration between between them. But it. And then that's what I wanted to expand with the federation. The federation is sort of like the next step, right? Because alliance is really about making connections, right? It's it's all about uh, engaging with other DAOs. But the federation really allows um, those DAOs form groups and make uh, grouped decisions or 
you know, distribute uh, badges as a group uh, to individuals and really create um, some, some sort of common goals that they want to share across DAOs. And you will have tons of those, right? Whenever it's uh, common goals around how they design the how they design protocols, common goals how they how, how they want to reward their teams, um, uh, or um, you know, or decisions they want to make together around um, engaging with with all their community members. And yeah, I mean, it, it's endless. But I think where, yeah. where, where the federation becomes so powerful is. Um, for distributions of treasuries, right? I mean, you have got a lot of uh, a lot of various way how um, how DAOs can be funded. But what really excites me about federation is that you can create a federation, you can get a big treasury within that federation, and then part of the federation you can have all these individual DAOs that can submit their proposals, submit their ideas, and then all the DAOs within the federation can then collectively decide how those funds are distributed to them or to others within that federation. And I think that becomes extremely powerful. Yeah, mm. yeah I think that's one of the things about DAOs that, um, that your federation idea really addresses is that DAOs have this singular purpose, <clears throat> right? This, this, this general area, and it feels too specialized to people. But with federations and DAOs of DAOs, I mean, then it, it's so much more expansive. And, and because a DAO can be part of many federations, it, it, it makes your identity and what you accomplish through a DAO so much more important, so much more flexible, um, and mirrors what you would expect in the real world. So anytime you do that inside of a decentralized system, it, it makes that system more resilient and powerful. So I, I, I just think that was wonderful, Adam. Yeah, I, I, it's my, one, of, yeah. one of my fa favorite new features that was popping up. Um, mm -hmm. was the concept of federation and the fact alliances were like that first step getting us there just, just, just this is just very very exciting yeah and when it comes to alliances and federations i'd just like to do like a final add-on to this even though we talked about it for you know a couple minutes now if a DAO management platform on any chain hasn't you know, they aren't actively working on this idea i firmly believe that once they see this in action on our platform, they will be forced to pivot to some form of this model. Right. I believe alliances and federations and DAOs are an inevitability, and this universe is the first one to actually execute on that vision. Mm. Yeah, and you know, it's it's crazy. I think we can, like, when it comes to federation, we can talk about thousands of use cases, right? Um, but it, it's you gotta really have to expand your mindset what the federation can be, right? The federation could be, um, you know, it could be just a Sunaverse federation, and under the Sunaverse federation, we have individual DAOs, we just the individual teams, right? They operate independently. Um, you know, it could be a federation for a, for a particular protocol, or it could be a federation that distributes some really valuable badges that are agreed on by uh, various DAOs. So it, it's it's really, it's going to be really interesting to see where the communities will take it. <laughs> I think, I think that's what's most exciting about it because it does address a lot of different use cases and then, then seeing the community, how they will use it and what federations will form, I think will be super exciting. Yeah. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. So the next one on the list is token launchpad. Uh, that one sounds quite interesting. Uh, what's it all that about? So the token launchpad is, uh, 
is, is basically our mechanism um, to allow DAOs to develop and manage their own treasuries. Um, so this, this is how, um, you know, essentially DAO, one of the mechanisms that DAOs will have to fund themselves and uh, to deal with uh, the treasuries that we just mentioned. Um, we've had some really exciting developments on that side and we'll be um, in a position to talk about them more sort of as the year goes on. Mm. Where, you know, we're currently looking for a, um, a partner uh, to help us uh, in, in, a, in a region that has just more jurisdictional clarity um, to, to develop the, the program itself. So we're actively seeking one out right now. Um, but again, you know, as, as things become more available to us in terms of information, we'll definitely be sharing that with the community because we know that fundraising is a very big deal uh, with the community right now. Uh, we are very much in the early stages of development, um, not just us, everyone. You, know, you see how many projects are popping up left and right in the IOTA community. So we want to make sure that we provide as many mechanisms for these projects to get off the ground as humanly possible. Um, the IOTA Foundation is doing their work and we feel like the community has to do our work as well to try to bring all those things together for them. And Launchpad is just one of those things. Mm. So like if I wanted to create a coin for myself, I could just do, do it via your token Launchpad pretty easily, right? That's right. And you know that we're going to be exactly. buying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you better. Um, yeah, the, the, Munico, the Munico token uh, is going to be a big part of our future. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I'm also reckoning that you guys as well have your own token. So we spent a minute designing this. In the early days, like the, the first call I had with G-Man, it was a pretty simple thing. It was, hey, we're developing badges. Your job here is to make it so people who have badges can earn yield on them. And that's uh, that's developed quite a bit since those days. So what we have here <laughs> is the, the soon token. And so that's going to be the governance token of our Sooniverse. Basically, if you own the soon token, anytime there's proposals that go out there, you will have a say in the direction of the protocol. And I mean, that includes like the Sooniverse treasury, how funds are spent, everything your classic governance token. And on top of that, building on top of assembly gives us a few cool features that nobody else can do in the crypto world right now. And we're kind of the adopting the ethos of how the IOTA token works in that you don't necessarily spend a fee every time you interact with our platform, but you have the ability to deposit the soon token in order to get bandwidth on the platform. So we have our four core modules. You can read our light paper to learn more. There's a ton of content around what these core modules are right now, but basically the necessary functions in order to use the Sooniverse. And then on top of that, we will have service protocols. So those are going to be fee generating protocols that actually generate revenue for the treasury. And those will have a fee, but for those core modules, you don't have to pay a fee. So it's kind of like, well, what's the spamming protection there? How do you stop people from just spamming the crap out of it? And then you can't use it anymore. That's why fees exist in blockchain because you don't want to overcrowd the blockchain or else it'll get too big and you can't use it. So we developed a mechanism with the soon token that allows you to stake your soon token, lock it for a predetermined amount of time. 
and that gives you bandwidth to use those core modules. And so those are the initial functions of the soon token, and it will be further developed as time goes on. But as far as a tokenomics standpoint, it's very good for a starting out token right here. Mm. That's nice. I'll just add that, you know, um, for the listeners, um, the light paper is available on our GitHub. Uh, there's a link off of it from the Sooniverse in our Soon Labs space. And there's also a link off of our Discord server. So uh, it's free for everybody to view. Mm. I'm really looking forward to staking some Soon tokens. It's like uh, you probably haven't decided or, or allowed to tell me, but when do you expect we'll be able to get our hands on Soon tokens? And how? Well, who's in charge of answering that? So, <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I, I think I think that the best I think the best thing uh, the best way to answer that is is this is something in development and that we're very excited about and that we're working very hard to deploy. Um, we're working with our our legal team um, and we're, we're we're coming up with uh, a, an estimate and in, in, in a direction. But as that information becomes available, uh, trust us, you will be the first one to know. Awesome. Um, so like yeah, and I would like just like item. to add. A, Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say, um, but a lot of people are talking about when they'll be releasing their soon token. It's dependent on certain things. We've been working behind the scenes. So when you're thinking about when the soon token is gonna be launched, if you're comparing it to other projects, you can go ahead and assume we've come up with a more clever way to get it into your hands sooner than you think. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. Um, so the next uh, topic on the list here, uh, it's clearly says so in the roadmap, NFT marketplace. Like, how is that possible right now? So, um, yeah, we are very, very excited to announce um, that on March 1st, we will be deploying our NFT marketplace. Um, it, it is a completely feeless uh, NFT marketplace, uh, it, and we we prioritize this particular project because we recognize the demand within the community for some type of mechanism for funding. And we spoke about this earlier that the the community needs to grow. Um, the IF is doing an incredible job of making these this type of funding available, but we thought that the, we also have to go not just from the top down but from the ground up. And that's why we decided to deploy the marketplace. The marketplace itself is really a celebration of the creators, right? This is why we made this completely seamless. Um, we felt that you know we that the, these designers don't deserve to be nickeled and dime for every transaction um, around their hard work. Because we are a platform, because we do more than just sell NFTs we have the ability to deploy something that is completely seamless. And uh, we're incredibly excited about this and we'll be doing this in March. Um, in terms of how we can technically accomplish this, I I'm gonna pass the baton over to Adam. Yeah, I mean, we'll just deliberate. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's as easy as that you just say deliver and it, it happens right that's not what you tell awesome. me behind door, closed doors <laughs> yeah. we're just gonna push the green button on github action and it's done um, <laughs> um yeah i think um you know 
I think it, it doesn't really come back to what we talked about before. Um, and we need to, when we design it, we had to, we have to be aware and, um, and we, we are, we, we design it to be aware of the depend of the dependencies and make sure we design it. So it's production ready because we are dealing with people's finances. Right. And once you have a system where you're dealing with finances, you, you gotta be very careful because <laughs> you don't want people to send money somewhere and then they don't get what they're supposed to get. Um, it's just, it's, it's just, you just can't do it. Um, so we, we were very careful what we chose to use and how we use it to make sure it, will, it, it is stable enough and it can be trusted um, and it can be trusted so all the communities can, can use it. So we, we, de we define, you know, if you like a minimal viable functionality that is needed by, um, by the communities, but also by the artists, because the artists are the key element in this, right? And then, and then we really try to perfect the flow of, you know, uploading those NFTs, purchasing those NFTs and trading those NFTs. Um, and also be very clear and upfront uh, on the interaction with the IOTA Tango and the, mic and the migration to uh, Shimmer or Assembly. And by doing that, I think, uh, I think the average user will really understand the flow, will really understand how to use it and will trust it. You know, Adam, uh, that, that's fantastic. And if I could, if I could just add on that, the, the key philosophy that we've always had is to tap into and to utilize the most stable technology uh, that is available to us and that we can provide to the users that utilize our systems. We then integrate as much of the decentralized uh, elements that make our system um, prepared and primed for transition into uh, the final version of um, the IOTA protocol. Um, and you know, we, we've gotten a lot of uh, celebratory comments from the IF and the people that we work with there about our architecture. Um, the fact that we are, um, I, I might be oversimplifying this, but really it is the philosophy of creating a one-click transition to those um, updated technologies once it's prepared. Obviously, it's more complicated than one click, but it, it is sort of that 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 type of philosophy that we're approaching is that as soon as these technologies are available, they are going to go live on the on the IOTA network because that's how they are being configured and and prepared on the back end. But then again, utilizing the most stable technologies um, available to make sure that current IOTA community members can uh, properly use them. And you know, when, when it comes to the NFT sale, uh, on March first, we're going to have our own NFT sale. So we're going to be doing a NFT sale for this universe. Uh, we have some really incredible designs and concepts that's going to be coming out. Um, you know, our, our NFTs are, are going to have features that you're not going to find anywhere else. Uh, again, it's fee-less, so there's no additional fees. Uh, the royalty structure can be configured by the DAO or, or the artists themselves. It, you, you can mint your, uh, your your NFTs for free. Obviously, we are supporting uh, batch uploads, so we supporting PFP projects. There will be no whitelisting. And again, um, because we're putting, uh, as I mentioned, the royalty uh, structure in the hands of the artists, 
we are really celebrating the creator and you know speaking to the mantra of the Suniverse, giving the power to the user in the most stable environment possible. So we are very, very excited about what the, um, the, the NFT marketplace and sale is gonna be bringing to the table. So again, on March 1st, we're gonna be doing our sale. It's gonna last for just a few days. And then after that, we're gonna be opening the platform for everyone. Uh, a couple, uh, you know, maybe within the next two sprints um, after the, our initial NFT sale, and then you know, we, we, um, we verify our assumptions about how the platform is working, we will be then opening trading on the uh, NFT marketplace. And, and so you heard that right. You, you'll be able to list your NFT and then sometime in March, you'll be able to trade them. Um, wow. and we, we think that's, that's a very, very big deal. Um, and then eventually as things like ShimmerNet and, um, and uh, tokenization come into play, you'll be able to transfer those NFTs as well. So this is, this is, these are NFTs on the IOTA network. Um, we, we are obviously in that early stage where there's where there may be some uh, limitations in terms of what you can do with the NFT, but that is not going to last very long. Uh, yeah. We want to get this out to the community as quickly as humanly possible so that they can get the full feeling of the NFT experiences on the IOTA network. But, um, you know, uh, it, it's, it's going to be exciting. I, I think we're going to create some waves here. I think like, it's, I think it's super, super exciting because we, we, we don't just build it as a separate solution we are integrated integrating into Suniverse, and it's something we have planned you know since the beginning there's just different ways DAOs wants to fund themselves you know it doesn't necessarily have to be a token sale it can be nft sale and then and then the the way we're plugging it into Suniverse is that the it can then be utilized for various things as well across the system you know whenever it's voting or um, discussion forums various access or various access to functions so it it, it makes uh, those nfts super powerful and with trading it it just means that people are just not getting nfts that suddenly they can't do anything with they will actually be able to do a lot of things with it um mm. and create a lot of activity around the individual nfts and around those DAOs communities you know if i may there's a couple two key points that i want to bring up one, just to reiterate what Shonoff said, which is the Suniverse is not taking any financial take out of these sales. So um, it's going to the creators and to the DAOs. Um, so we're, we're, it, it is free voting and um, you know free sales of NFTs. So um, I think that's huge. And then uh, what I think is really big to me because I'm, I'm so involved with DAOs and the thinking of DAOs and 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 uh, DAO theory and all that. Um, one of the major issues with DAOs is um, they don't really think about how to keep their treasuries full, and so a big issue is is that um, DAOs disappear just because uh, they, they die of lack of funding. So what we have done with this approach is we have built a system, a DAO as a service system, that actually has a built-in fundraising capability for uh, DAO treasuries, which is uh, NFT sales. And we are addressing a huge need out there for all DAOs. So we have free voting, free DAO sales to help replenish the DAO treasuries. And I think for, for me, that, that's a huge thing. 
Yeah. But like a question there. Um. So like, you're basically saying that if I I wanted to create my own NFT project, I could like first create them. I could put them for sale on your platform, and you guys wouldn't take any cut from it. I would get a hundred percent from whatever sold and listed. Yeah. Means. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. You can, put, you can put it on our platform. You will. You can. You can even make do discounts on the NFT for uh, for people that are or members of your space already as well. If you want to do that, you can even airdrop them. Um, but you can put you can put it on your platform. You can define who gets the royalties. So you might get another artist uh, to create them for you, and you want to give him the royalties, and then and then sell it. And then also as once it's sold, those people that um, that own that NFT, they can make it available for sale again. Um, and when they make, when they do that and someone else buy it, um, of course the royalties will continue to go to the artist. Mm. So yeah, this also. is the most advanced uh, pro, um, you know, creator way that we could think of um, royalties. No royalties uh, that we try. I mean, the royalties all go to the creator, and no fees. There's no take from us. Just completely 100% free. Beautiful thing is you can you can even actually give the royalties to a charity space, which I think we, we have few of those already. So you know if you are an artist and you just want to create uh, NFT, you can actually uh, allocate all the royalties to a charity space, and you can make it you know even ninety percent. So every time that NFT is being traded, people are actually donating to a charity. I find it really cool. Yeah, I just want to nice. put it out there. Yeah. It opens up a ton of stuff. And the reason it's, it is that way is when we talk to the artists and we talk to the NFT creators, you know, I have a, a couple of friends that are creating NFTs and, you know, it's it's like 100 or 200 bucks to list them on some of the, the NFT marketplaces. And it, you can't really do business that way. It's, it's kind of like the IOTA philosophy moved to the NFT marketplace and mm. where things should just be feeless and it, it enables the economy to move and then it removes all the barriers and it allows people to actually do what they do and you know it's it certainly is kind of groundbreaking we talked about it quite a bit but i think it's the way to go i mean it's 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 the iota philosophy why why yeah. not embrace that like but also um other nft projects that's already been created like the iota bots and the rusty robots and and all these others are they able to be sold on um, on the Sooniverse too? Yeah, well, the the fun the fun fact of the situation where we are, you know, all these other all these NFTs that you see out there, they are all on the private servers, right? Whenever they they are minted through ISCP or minted on a on a on a on a yeah, like some sort of a node server or anything else, it's always a private service, right? And people just have to wait until the shimmer goes live so then all these private organizations bring it onto this, onto this server. it's just that, that that's where we are right now that's the current ecosystem right but they can always bring it uh bring it to to Sunniverse so they can start trading it and there's nothing wrong with that they can definitely do bring those nfts onto Sunniverse, start trading it and once the shimmer is available they just put it there yeah and there's no fees yep but they can bring what they have and 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 um, move them around, and we're we're not going to nickel and dime them. We don't have any take of it. Cool. Yeah, um, and let how Daniel account and jump in with the pumponomics. Can you imagine how cool it's going to be, where you bought an NFT for say two hundred mega iota, 
now that there's trading enabled on the Sooniverse, you're going to be able to watch that floor price go up every single day. And who knows, maybe something that you bought for 200 mega iota turns into one gig and you have the ability to trade it. You could have people out there like big whales that are sweeping the floors of their favorite NFTs. And then boom, some NFT that you bought for such and such is worth now. It's like, holy crap, that's quite a bit of money. That's something that we're enabling here right now. Fantastic. But like moving back to your uh, NFT sale, um, could you give us a little bit more information? Like what's the price for it? Uh, like what features does it have, et cetera, like airdrops? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly excited to talk about our NFT sale because we have been designing it uh, for quite some time now. Uh, we wanted to be really unique in what we were doing here. Uh, just, you know, we want to do that. We do that for everything we try to do. But for the NFT sale especially, we are about to deploy the first NF3. So an NF3 are an interlocking set of three mix and match NFTs. So there are three types of NFT designs. There's Sunanauts, there's Artifacts, and there's Aliens. When you collect one of each category, you'll actually be able to lock them together into a single image. And we're calling that image an NF3. An NF3 is going to give you special attributes. You're going to get uh, what we call super combo bonus airdrops, where you get uh, any any airdrop that goes to one of those three categories, you're going to get that and you're going to get each one of those. And then you're going to be able to lock them together and get a fourth airdrop. Um, you're going to get special edition NFTs, NFT sales. Uh, you're going to get uh, special access um, as an NFT holder. Um, and then on top of that, you're also going to get all of the attributes of the single NFTs themselves. The, the NFTs also come with features. Um, you have uh, you get access to become a, a member of the of the hub, which is our NFT owners club. You get um, uh, special editing features within the Sooniverse, like um, you know you can edit your space on the Sooniverse. You can you can edit your avatars. Um, again, I mentioned you can get category specific Sooniverse artifact or alien airdrops. You know uh, you you can you can get discount from only uh, more discounts from the hub members. I think one of the more interesting components is also. Is there a certain number of uh, enshrined metadata that's going to be built into all of our Sooniverse um, NFTs? So that means that they're going to be uh, uh, gaming and P2E compatible. They're go you're going to be able to access things like a digital twin capability. Um, you'll have obviously the portability to, mul um, to multi chains. Um, you know, we've already talked about staking. Um, you'll have uh, NFT sets, which is uh, NFT owning NFTs. So all of this is going to be built in to not just the NFT, but the NF3 owners. Um, so, uh, so, so that's what's coming up on March 1st, um, and we're incredibly excited about that. In terms of price, we're, we're going to be charging 600 MIOTA for the NF3. Each individual NFT is, is going to be 200 uh, MIOTA. Um, you know, when you look at the entire package of what we're selling, uh, we think that's one hell of a bargain, uh, mm. especially since you'll be able to trade these as uh, you know just a very short time after we deploy them. Yeah, but like, are you able to buy just one of the three? Yes, yeah, yeah. To... One NFT is worth two hundred, but an mm. NF three because there are three NFTs in an NF three, that's six hundred. 
Okay, so so you can choose if you want the the, the full NFT. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. You can either get an NFT or an or an NF3. They just have different levels of uh, um, uh, packages and benefits and bonuses, uh, which is why we're so excited about them. It's, it's a very novel and exciting approach towards um, NFT sales, and and really, this is since this is our OG um, offer. All of the things that I just listed to you, all of those features, this is the only time we're going to be baking in all of these features into one package of NFTs. Mm -hmm. So um, we wanted to do that as a gift to the community to let you guys know we are here for you. We want to give you a benefit and a bonus, um, and this is it. Um, eventually, when we scale out to millions and millions of users, which is always our goal, we are obviously not going to be giving out packages this generous, right? But um, you guys are all here first, man, you know, and you and you deserve to have a benefit from being here. Fantastic. Like, does this NFT also have like future features to it? Oh, yeah, no question. I think I mentioned it lightly. I must have blazed over it because I was talking so quickly. But yeah, everything from digital twin to gaming and PTE compatibility. See, I mean, like there is, um, you know, anytime something gets built into the Suniverse platform, in relation to NFTs, these are going to be backward compatible um, and you'll be able to utilize them for, again, membership rights, special access into the platform. Um, you know, in the future, you might see us develop, um, you might see us develop an NFT with one of these features. Like, you know, we'll do an NFT that has special editing features or we'll do one for uh, discounts on NFTs, but you're not going to see all of them you're not going to see all of them baked into a single set of NFTs. And uh, that's, that's where, that's where we're really excited about what we're about to deploy. Wow. Yeah. It's like how, I mean, how what... many are you releasing? You know, we're going to do one, uh, one batch of uh, 5,000 NF3s. So one, uh, one set, 5,000 NF3s um, that calculates out to like uh, 15,000 um, uh, NFTs. But uh, we do feel very strongly that the NF3s are going to sell. Um, mm. So we wanted to limit how many we do because, um, again, you know, we wanted to have scarcity. Um, and you know, I don't, did I mention that they're all unique? Like these are all rarefied. So every single NFT is 100% unique. And they're being designed by IOTA Ben. So the IOTA bots are creating a completely unique first-time scene set of completely rarefied design i mean try to wrap your head around that one i mean yeah, I, it, it, it's going to be exciting this is going to be good i'm looking forward to this yeah yeah, I'm there's, yeah, it, yeah. there's even yeah. some stuff that we're not going to mention right now having having those nfts will be good for uh this this universe i think there's even more and we take care of the community the community has been great for us and just like with the the artists, you know, we're kind of giving back to the artists and having things be free. Uh, I, I think owning the NFTs will be a good thing. Mm. I'm aping into this. I'm looking forward to it really much. Yeah. Well, <laughs> consider this. Um, uh, I, I, I just want to kind of you think about these points. We, we've talked about a future launch pad, right? Um, and we've talked about uh, how many, um, how many, DAOs or projects are already on the Sooniverse, right? We're, we're in the 300s. Um, and this is before we've even talked about NFTs. So um, 
it's just so so fun to think about all the possibilities that could happen um, in the future. So, mm. so we're getting to the end of the, of the list here. Uh, is there something we have missed out? Anything anyone would like to add on? No, I think the main thing we wanted to do is to thank you, um, Thomas, and to just congratulate you on on everything you've done with the Mundical podcast. You know, I, I, I remember when you were talking about this just as a, a, a brief idea that you might do. Um, and we're talking about all these different medias that um, that that uh, I think even I was saying, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll get into this. And, and instead, you took it, you, you grabbed the ball, and you just ran with it. And it's so exciting and so incredibly cool. So congratulations to you. Um, I, I, I feel like we need to really support you to make sure you're number one in Germany and that you start popping up in top 10 lists for tech um, you know, all over the place, not just, not just in Germany. So uh, congratulations uh, to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Seriously, congratulations. Yeah. You're doing an amazing job. And it's really yeah. nice to have you in the community. I, I, I echo everybody's sentiments. When you first kicked that idea off, I was going, yeah, go for it, man. And you, you've just, you ran with it. And, and it's really cool to see your success. Your success. It's so cool. Could you Cheers, have imagined guys. when Munico first was kind of created as a concept that it ever evolved <laughs> right. into a podcast? Never. Right, right. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, that's just the beginning. Yeah, we haven't even had the event. I mean, imagine it, it, it's a it's a brand now, you know. So we're going to support you. We want to see your uh, your tokens and your NFTs on our platform. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you're, it, 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 it's it's going to go, man. And let alone at the event, so that's going to happen too. So yeah, yeah no doubt, it's going to happen. Yeah. So all yeah. in all, oh, uh, I actually got I got one thing for you, Thomas. Uh, so a guy asked here on spec, Pathen, he's asking what your favorite color is. Apparently, this is very important stuff. <laughs> well, I'm not sure if it's a, it's a um, something that's come because of the uh, long bear market, but I think it's red. <laughs> oh, 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 oh no! Oh, 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 oh. Be a side it's going to be that means it's wow. going to be green. Yeah, it's going to change. It's going to go to green. <laughs> yeah. Well, all in all, it's been a great episode. I've learned quite a lot, and I think the community will uh, appreciate this quite a lot. I'm looking forward to release this so people can actually start wrapping their heads more around what everything is. And uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, to the NFT. Um, yeah. So thank you very much for joining in. It's been it's been a blast. Yeah, it has been great. Thanks. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much, much for having us. Thank, thank, thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Bye. Cheers, guys. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Cheers.